Welcome to the Talking Bluntly Podcast with Justin Keithley and me, old Greg Thomas. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. Noise, <laughs> noise, noise. It's uh, it's nice to be back on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Well, we, we did some work to get it on there. I'm hoping it works, but I guess we'll find out. No, we're going to we're gonna do this, so uh, hopefully you'll be hearing this shit on iTunes because you haven't been able to do that for a few weeks, so... Uh, and if you're not hearing it yet, that means we're still working on it, and there'll be like a big back catalog that pops up one day. Because <laughs> one day you're just going to be like, man, thank God I have this road trip to go on. You can catch up on all these episodes of ours. But. Yeah, all this shit that they talk about that's irrelevant. Yeah, now that like, I've known it for over a month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, hey, I'm, you know, I'm doing my best to get this fucking... I don't know what for some reason they overcomplicated. Like 2022, they were like, "Enough! It's too easy for you to podcast." And they separated everything and well, made it. It, it better not work because I'm going to call fucking Apple and be like, "Dude, you just took 19.99 from me for this uh, Apple Podcaster shit. Like, what the hell? What the shit is this? What the shit's going on with all these chicks pulling their underwear up so tight? I don't understand." <laughs> I mean, I don't need to understand everything. You know? Oh, uh, speaking of not, of wondering about something you don't understand. I had a show in store last night, right? Right. And I'm there. I have to get gas at one point, and I go in there, and it's right next to the campus. All these kids are wearing, like, all these dudes wear short shorts now, like, above their knee by at least, like, five inches. So I was, like, kind of fucked up because it was after the show, so I was stoned. Yeah. You know, like, no, like, r- these are, like, above your knees, like... Yeah, my uh, some of mine run a, a smidge above the knee. No, I got no problem with that. But, um, my but deal some with, of them are like like uh, they should say juicy on the back, yeah. like they're that type of short. Well, that's the deal. I was fucked up at the in the guy working the counter. Like I walked in there, he's like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And I didn't know he worked there because he was wearing like just a fucking OSU like black polo shirt, and he had these short shorts on. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I'm like, where's the... He's like, oh, he comes over there and starts talking to me. And I just... I don't know. My brain just said, hey, just ask a, him about it. So I go, I go, hey, is that like the new style now? I was like, what's going on? Like, my age, we had shorts that like went down to the middle of your ankles. Like, what's going on? And he's just like, yeah, man, it's totally the style. And he was like, you can't be that old. I was like, dude, I'm 36. So uh, whenever I was a kid or even as a teenager, the style was like big cargo fucking oh, yeah. shorts and stuff. Oh, my God. No, that's what I'm... It's so... Uh, I got no problem with the new style. I don't mind wearing yeah, a I short, don't, short, but I, not a juicy short. <laughs> that's... Yeah, no, no, no. I have... Man, I, uh, I had this funny thing happened to me at the well it was just been a crazy week because of a saint patty's day oh yeah i forgot happy late saint patty's day to all the people who would be irishmen yeah it's who, the same people that are mexican on cinco de mayo yeah it's coming up people it's just a drinking holiday yeah That's all it is. it's just a real reason for us to drink margs anyway the fucking the uh this this group of ladies they were like how old are you? Because I, I guess I donned some wisdom upon them. I'm like, don't, oh. don't ever don't do something because you're scared of the result. Like, life is like, well, you're always going to wonder what if. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? I was like, don't. Try it all. I was like, because these, these girls were 21 and they were they were gay and they were like, hey, is your, les- you know, is your bartender, is she like, yeah, I was like, well, you know, she she can do either thing, but I know she's in a committed thing right now. So that's why she was like, Oh my God, I feel so stupid. I was like, no, no, you should never. It's like, then you'd just sit here and you'd wonder what if. 
Ah. No point in wondering what if. You found out, you have your answer, and now you can move on. Ah. And I was like, don't ever just like, what if she was like, you're like so wise for like uh-huh. 20 socks. And I was just like, <laughs> like thanks. I was like, do you really think I'm 26 years old? And she was like, and I was like, what if I told you that I have a son who's closer to your age than you are to mine? Oh shit! And she was like, huh? "There's Noah." That's uh, Noah. And I, I was, was like, "I am, th- I am, th- I am thirty-four years old. My son is uh, about to turn eighteen. Do the math." And so she was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" She didn't really sound that bad, but she had a little bit. I was but, thinking she sounded like that chick that was like, "Right, I was in righteous job." No, <laughs> righteous jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's funny when people think I'm young, and then they're like. When I buy cigarettes, I get ID'd at places that don't know me. And I, every time I'm like, can I see your ID? I'm like, thank you. And I get out and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, sometimes like I'll look at people at the bar and I look at them and they look so young. Like to me, yeah. I'm like, there's no way this bitch is like able to drink. And I'll like see the license. I'm like, it's been about a drink for like five years now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm just, oh, I forget. I'm just fucking old. And that's awesome. what I didn't like about door guy. And was whenever people were like, oh man, why are you checking my ID? You're probably younger than me. And then I would pull my ID out. I'd be like, I'm 33, dude. What are yeah. you talking about? Like, oh, Simmer. Never like, yeah, no. Mom. no. I know I'm little and I'm drawing, but righteous come on, bro. Jobs. I'm a righteous job. <laughs> so uh, fucking lady, he's crazy. Remember when we were in righteous jobs? <laughs> what? Dude, uh, I'm glad I introduced you to Righteous Gemstones. You still like that yeah, show? That was uh, a great show. Shout out to Righteous Gemstones and uh, Danny McBride. Shout out to the Gemstone family. They are killing it. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Uh, no, so crazy week just everywhere. Uh, NFL, just Shit. the whole world. Was set ablaze. Yeah, our like, respective worlds lightly set ablaze for sure. You got about fi- you got fifty percent of what you wanted. I mean, actually, you got more than that. Yeah, I didn't think we were gonna get uh, two first round, like get a first round draft pick for any reason except for the one they had. But that, I mean, and you told the story that he wanted to go, so it's kind of like okay. Well, so the Packers trade Devonte Adams to the Raiders of yeah, Las Vegas. The so, Raiders. So Derek Carr, the current quarterback of the Raiders of Las mm-hmm. Vegas, his high school roommate, obviously college teammate in that situation. Yeah. And uh, apparently this is just where he wanted to be. He asked the Packers. He was like, don't give me the franchise tag. They did it. I will take this shit is disrespect. If you don't even try to negotiate with me before and you just give me the tag because you think. Yeah. I'm just some bitch that won't leave town. Then, jeez, man, that's the deal. Like, I, I really wanted him to stay, but if he's happy about getting traded to the Raiders, it's cool. It's whenever they get traded, and it's kind of like shitty. And Packers Raiders have like a kind of like a history of players either going to one or the other, swapping from that team. back and forth. Charles and, Woodson, and well, I was going to say one of them could be like Woodson, who had a Hall of Fame career with the Packers after he got there from the Raiders, but then it can be like. Maybe other situations. I think uh, Jennings went to the Raiders after he played for Green Bay, and he didn't do so hot, I don't think. So I'm watching this uh, Villanova-Ohio State game right now, and there's this guy who has this huge, huge sign. This is like John 316 on it. like, And he's in like the front, like pretty close to the – like, it's where, like, any time Villanova's in their offensive zone, you can see this just dude's... Big old sign. Well, he's holding it down because they have, like, empty seats in front of him. It's just very weird. Well, then, uh, what was it? Well, uh, It's no Austin 316. That's all I know. Yeah, that was... Uh, what day was that? Uh, 
Wednesday was Austin three sixteen day. There was a lot of good videos on Instagram like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the day before Patty's was three sixteen yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And that man Austin three sixteen go to hell. <laughs> He's like, like just says I just whooped her ass. Yeah, and he beat so the rattlesnake. Of they're like so out of beer. I don't know. Oh yeah, those I'm vines like, are everywhere. Yeah, like geez. And I guess he's coming back for one last fight at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, my my son's into that, and I'm just like, man, I. Ever since the Attitude Era, I just I can't mess with it at all. Like just not at all. Yeah. But he's very adamant. And I'm it's just like. Still real to me, damn it. Totally. I feel him because it's Stone Cold coming back. I don't want him to like ruin his legacy, you know? Oh, my God. Still real to me. Shit. <laughs> it's still the best JR. Well, that's the thing. Like, we, you might not want to watch it or talk about it or think about it, but we got like three sound clips from. Oh, absolutely no. So you got uh, where's the other one? Uh, the man. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. So oh, quite dude, a few that clips. shit is so funny. Mm-hmm. Cause if you think about it. Who said it first, him or Trump? I'm pretty sure it was... Uh, oh, Vinny, right? Yeah, yeah. Vinny yeah. Mac. Vinny Mac. Oh, my God. Dude, how... It's so weird because, like, every... I swear to God, I wasn't going to be the person that looked at everything from the generation come by and be like, yeah, they don't have shit compared to me. No, like that's what I, every generation does. Yeah, no, no, no. And that's I swear to God, I wouldn't do it. But, like, even my own son was like... Oh, you had the best era of wrestling of all time. Well, we like, had the era that set it up, man. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Shit. Dude, we had Ho Train and The Godfather and Val Venus. Yeah. Remember Val Venus where he's banging Ken, Rock, Ken Shanrock's like, supposed sister? Mm-hmm. That was the greatest storyline of all time. Well, there were so many wild storylines at that time. <laughs> I remember, uh, I think this might have been a little after I watched, but it was uh, Randy Orton's at his house with his wife, and all of a sudden there's like a knock out the door and it's triple h busting in with a sledgehammer or whatever and you're like fuck man they really kept going after that because oh, you know yeah. sting still wrestles right he's 62 there's video of him jumping off of like a very high thing onto a man on a table and oh then, oh sorry shout out uh r.i.p scott hall oh Razor yeah Ramon yeah yeah away. no we were over here uh late sunday night i believe and we saw that come across and i yeah. actually saw him I need to Google this real quick and make sure I'm I'm correct. I'll talk I, like him while you Google. Uh, it's a bad guy here. Right? You get okay, you're going to do the first one. Listen here, Chico. Yeah. Hey, Chico, uh, you don't ever pay for food when you got so many fans. <laughs> like that video of that was hilarious because he's in a Hispanic side of town and all the people are just looking at him like, what the fuck? I know he's a wrestler, but come on, man. Quit faking that accent. I know you're just a white guy from Mississippi or something. In Mississippi or something. He's not even from fucking Cuba, dude. He ain't from Cuba. But that was a funny character, like the fucking toothpick throw, all that shit. So. Oh, my God. R.I.P. Rest in peace. I'm looking at this card of this match that I went to when I was a kid. Oh, okay. And it was so, because my, my friend's dad took us. It was Survivor Series in San Antonio. Oh, no, no, this isn't it. Well, we went to one, like, whenever WWE was still called WWF, and it was before WCW started. Oh, yeah, here it is. Fucking uh, Undertaker was still wearing, like, the tights with the purple, like, yeah, yeah, socks yeah. and shit. That's uh, cool. 
Damn it. Where do the I take her? <laughs> where do I find? Oh, let me find the results just so I can look at uh, the bad guys. Oh, my God. This is fucking hilarious. The Undertaker defeated Yokozuna. Yeah, that's like Undertaker wrestled forever, dude. Uh, Bob Backlund beat Bret Hart. Ooh, Bret And the, the million dollar Hart. team defeated Guts and Glory. There's so many crazy. Like, uh, wrestling, like. Uh, Shout out to uh, Matt Rainey. He's the wrestling expert, but just like listening to different uh, crime and sports podcasts, they always like, like there's a lot of guys that were wrestlers that did a lot of crime. Uh, they did Jerry the King Lawler, and you're like, oh, shit, he's a creep. Oh, I had not heard anything about this at all. No, but. Jerry the King Lawler got caught a couple times with 14-year-olds when he was like in his 40s. Oh. Yeah, gross guy. So, boom. Oh, Oh, yeah, this is when uh, Shawn Michaels and then Diesel, oh. who was... Uh, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Who was that? That was Kevin, yeah. So that's, they were fighting... They were tag team champions They were fighting Razor Ramon, uh, and uh, he accidentally kicked him or whatever, and then that's how it started Diesel's and Shawn Michaels' fucking thing was, yeah. I was there for that. That's cool. But yeah, the main of it was November twenty third, nineteen ninety four. Survivor Series, Freeman Coliseum. That's a big pay per view to go to. Yeah, my uh, yeah, my friend's dad took us, and I, I'll never freaking forget it because I was just so freaking hyped. But anyway, we have still <laughs> damn it. Nah, no. We've gotten off on a wild ass tangent. Yeah, but that's like even that's even. What is it? Later than the one I got showed to. It was just a regular, like, WWF hasn't even... I don't know if they were having pay-per-views yet, because this is, like, early 1990, 91. Oh, so yeah. it was just, like... I think it was at the fairgrounds, the old... I never... Yeah, I, I never bought arena. a pay-per-view ever, but we used to... My, my friend's dad that took us, there was a few times... You know, as a kid, you can sometimes, like, sucker your parents into some, like, some nonsense. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And there was a few times where it was, like... How else are we going to be able to watch Shawn Michaels fight in the ladder match? Yeah. Ah, like, you know, eventually he's like, God damn it. Like, go in the other room. I will buy this $40 pay-per-view. I remember watching a couple of them. Like, we, uh, I was at one of my, I was at my friend's house when NWO uh, ended Goldberg streak, you know, because he was like 200 no, man. He ain't lost yet as the champ. And then they cheated him out of a lot. They had to tase him five times just to be whatever, just. So crazy, like, geez, WCW, like, so wild. Those fucking, I mean, they gave WWF a lot of ideas for the crazy cages that they have now, because fucking WCW did, like, a cage on a cage on a cage. Oh, yeah, it was an Inception cage. Yeah, Yeah, it was was like, it was a... I don't even know what floor I'm on. Yeah. Yeah, it was wicked. Like, hey, shout out to, what is it? Bischoff, man. He really tried that. The Monday Night Wars were a hell of a thing, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, such You're a crazy fired. era. But speaking of, like, eras coming to an end, like Russell Wilson's a Seahawk, but Deshaun Watson to the Browns? That one kind of threw me off, and it hurts me because they really, the Browns did old Baker kind of dirty, unfortunately. Oh, so you wonder where he's going to go where does first of all and on top of like Deshaun getting first of all before all these allegations came out in a civil suits he's still got to settle out of court yeah but he's got you know he's not going to jail so mm-hmm. but it's like as soon as this happened everybody starts lining up for you know for shots at Deshaun Watson but not only do they he asked for a trade request for all the stuff came out 
Yeah. And they were like, no way. Mm. Not only does he now get out of town, uh-huh. they gave him an extension that is like one of the, he's almost he's Rogers paid. paid. Yeah. He's almost paid. Rogers paid. It's crazy. I just don't like, yeah, the, the allegations off the field, that's one thing, but on the field, he's not, I didn't know he was worth that kind of, like he was having good seasons, right? But, no, he, I mean, he, he's all that and everything they say he could be, but also at the same time, uh, uh, the Browns, like they've honestly, they've uh, personally in a personnel sense, they have upgraded. Yeah. You went from having like Baker and Landry to Cooper and Watson. So you think Watson's better than Baker? Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, I don't like that. I would like for Baker to be better. But if we're just going off the history, like True. Baker's rookie year was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they changed coaches. And then, he, and then he did like, okay. Third year, great. Fourth year, not then, so third, good. Yeah, third year. Pretty good, better than average, and yeah. then this year he gets freaking hurt. How long has it been since Watson's played? Two years? I wonder. Just if, one year. Okay, I wonder if he's had any like I don't know. That gives him a lot of time to practice. Maybe he gets better at the reading of defenses. And yeah, stuff. maybe. I mean, I have no idea what his rust will look like, and maybe but they give. So basically, like all this happens to him, all these terrible allegations, and after all is said and done. The man got a pay raise and got out of town. I'm trying to find that exact number because, like, geez. Oh, new five-year contract worth $230 million guaranteed. Jesus Louise. Fully guaranteed. Yeah. Wow. Fully guaranteed. And so what, what fucking pissed off Baker, understandably so, mm-hmm. was that literally they sent the team jet to go get Deshaun Watson. Wow. And they went to, like, and then after all that happens and they say they're out, the owner, like, goes and tries to fly to Texas to go apologize, and Baker's like, nah, fuck out of here. Damn. So, but then Baker has to be traded to the Colts. And that hurts you as a Titans fan. Oh, so what I was glad didn't happen is that Baker was not a part of the trade package back to Houston. Yeah, that would have sucked. Then you have to play him all the that, time. Well, I'd have to play him in Indianapolis as well. That's what I mean. Either way. Yeah. So I'm hoping he goes stays in the NFC. I'm thinking probably Seattle, New Orleans, Panthers. Yeah, I know my friend Jeff. Uh, he's a huge Panthers fan. He's already posting like, oh, yeah, Baker to the Panthers. You're like, okay. Cool. Dude, I I mean, I think it can happen. It'd be I think cool it for could Baker, happen, for and sure. I, I'd like to see him get a fresh new start and somebody that actually knows how to like move him out of the pocket. Yeah, because the coach they got is pretty decent, so it would be Matt better. Rule in Carolina, the yeah. next coach for Baylor, and I think they still have Christian McCaffrey for now. So that would yeah, be and good they've got them. some. Uh, they've got some weapons. They've got uh, Moore as a wide receiver. They've got some. They've got some uh, some targets out there, and they can do some stuff in the draft. Speaking of draft, on that Dijon, uh, we were talking about Adams. You guys get a second and a first, so now you've got two firsts and two seconds coming into this draft. So that tells me Rogers knew about it, and he was like, "Yeah, go ahead, get on out of here, bud. We can get a couple receivers in that. I with mean, that pick. I, I think. Know. I think you." You draft an offensive lineman or wide receiver, depending on, like, best available. You know what I mean? Yeah. Best available when you're picking. Unless that kid that got hurt for uh, Alabama is, like, still there and there ain't, and you really yeah. need it, get no, it. No, you've got picks 22 and 28 in the first round. So you either take 
you know, the best offensive lineman available or the best wide receiver, or if yeah. there's like a crazy good tight end in this draft that moves up the board. There's going to be a few things maybe they see that they like. So uh, it's going to be interesting. You guys have a lot of room. You guys have kept a lot of pieces, which is the cool part, yeah. which I know that you enjoy. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I know Sidarius Smith was probably going to end up leaving. I think he said he got signed with the uh, Ravens. So which is cool. where he was before. Yeah, so that's cool, but it's just like I knew they probably weren't going to. Well, you like I like Gary. Yeah, Gary's, Gary's bad up, ass. So you put him and Preston on the side, and Zadarius, that's just too much money to waste on that. Maybe that Michigan kid who got hurt on Pro Day falls to them, and they get him another that's speed a, demon. Because Gary sure? played with that kid, I think. Well, they played at the same alma mater. It'd be too far apart. That's true. Gary's been in the league for like five years now. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Hey, man, let me dream, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the thing is with your team is they're set up for success, but, I mean, he got Tunyon back. Yeah, or Cobb restructures, but he's going to need some guys to throw the rock to. Yeah, and then Alan Lazard also got back on, so that's cool. That's like a third wide receiver. You still need one and two. Yeah, but if... <laughs> if uh, you put Cobb in the slot, and Lazard maybe maybe your number two. So you need a fucking... You need a hit well, big in the draft. Well, they also have Amari Rogers, that other kid, if he can... Like, you need to hit big in the draft. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, why but I was you, sad, but it's okay. But you have the ammo to do it, and honestly, uh, according to him, he's, he's you know living out a lifelong uh, dream of being a Raider and also gets to play with his college roommate. Yeah, because he went to Fresno, Fresno State. Fresno State so, with like, uh, Derek Carr. So shout yeah, out cool. and... Uh, as a fan of uh, just watching amazing uh, wide receivers and it being uh, my my buddy Justin's team, uh, we appreciate everything you did for the Packers there, bud. You're awesome, man. All Way the time go. you bailed them out against the Niners in that one game alone. Jeez. That fucking game. That's okay. Uh, go try to win yourself a, a AFC West. Uh, good luck in that division because yeah. Jesus Christ. So God. you got Mack and Bosa on the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you got Chandler Jones and Crosby on the Raiders. And then who's the? I don't know about Denver's. I just know they got Denver. Russell they Wilson. got Bradley. You got Bradley Chubb. And before Vin, uh, Vaughn signs with. The Bills, it was talk that he was going to try to just go back, back to, yeah. to Denver, but they couldn't reach a deal. Jeez, because he got paid by the Bills, dude. They paid Ooh, him good. I couldn't believe they gave Golly. a 33-year-old edge rusher that kind of money for six years. It's like winning the Super five years, Bowl. Five years, five years. Like winning the Super Bowl with your defense. Like They're like, oh, he's good. But they forget that Aaron Donald was the one in the middle that probably took most of everyone's attention. He'd be like, um, Jesus, man, you got to block this guy. It's going to be... Uh, the AFC is a murderer's row right now. And the NFC is like got a couple of raccoons sitting on some trash. Oh, absolute dumpster fires. Actually, another team we didn't talk about for Baker real quick is the Saints. Also think he could end up there. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah, no, and I I think did it would do did him. Did Sean Payton retire though? Right? Yeah, yeah. But I think you've got enough there um, offensively, and they're going to have to draft well as well because they don't have a lot on offense either. Mm-mm. There's a lot of talk in Seahawks Nation about him going there, and I hate God. That. I would hate that. Hate it. I like Pete Carroll's, like, yeah, I'll take another short ass quarterback from this one from Oklahoma. Yeah, so my team did a little work on the offensive uh, side of the ball as well, signing uh, ex-Pro Bowl tight end Austin Hooper. Yeah, I got a tight end for you. What? Oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. Do you do that with all that pooping? No, 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 not at all. Oh, anyway. What's the a guy that they let, they let go? Julio. They let go. Yeah, of Julio we let Jones. go of Julio Peace. because uh, 
we ended up uh, getting Robert Woods in a trade with the Rams for a, not even this coming draft, but a next year draft six-round pick. And I bet he plays more than Mr. Julio Jones did last year. Yeah, and he may not even play the first half of the year because he tore his knee like week 10 in practice. Oh, shit. So, but honestly, I think that's why the price tag was so low. So he probably doesn't play till like week four or five. And that's fine. Yeah, I mean, at least you got another guy to kind of fill the spot. That's yeah, AJ. So we've got another tight end going. Uh, really excited. Ben Jones, our longtime center, resigns on a two-year deal. Pretty team-friendly deal. Nice. Nobody expected him to actually come back because the center market was so low. And uh, everyone knew he'd get a lot of money. But he was like, all oh, my friends are here, man. I'm just like hanging out with my friends playing football. He's a, he's a Georgia alum. And he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, man, is this a, like you sign on such a team-friendly deal? He's like, why is that? He's like, oh, man, because if it's free, it's me, my friend. Yeah. See this hat? Free. Jacket? Free. <laughs> Boots? Somebody sent these to me. These are free, too. <laughs> if it's free, it's me, my friend. So all this money that I'm getting, like, I ain't having to spend it on clothes, man. People sending me stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's that like, means he's, like, got a lot of money saved up. He's yeah. like, the only thing I bought was a boat. I got a house. I got a farm. And yeah. I got my mom and daddy a car. That's it. Dude, Everything he's so funny. Money. So he walked, Ben Jones, shout out Ben Jones, walks around the field barefoot. I think you showed me that Before guy. every game. Just like, so And convenient. he did it in Green Bay when there was like snowing. He's like walking around, yeah. just sits there, and he's like, it's how I come one with the field. He's like, and on, if it's miserable, I'll, I'll never be as miserable as I am during that walk because he does it in short sleeves. Yeah. And everything, just even if it's cold. He's like, so for the rest of the game, he's like, even when I have all my pads, my helmet, and all that shit on, he's like, I'll never be as cold as I am in that moment. Hey, you got to say, he was pretty fucking cold at the end of that Green Bay game. Cause, <sighs> Dude, because they were getting fucking That pummeled. was the arrival of Mr. Uh, quad Graphics, uh, Mr. A.J. Dillon, dude. The just, quad father. The quad father, just, dude. And that, like, that was maybe the one game that I had actually seen a defense do good against Mr. Henry, but it was also snowing. <laughs> yeah, I... Again, I it still upsets me. But again, our teams will face off this coming year. You said in Lambeau, right? Yes. That's going to be cool. So, uh, yeah, me and so, the missus uh, are already any, talking about headed up to that game. Any Green Bay fans out there want to send me some tickets? Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> Holler at your boys. Me and the missus are going to try to go to that game. That would and, be fun. Uh, it'll be awesome. Really excited. And... Uh, Real quick, March Madness has descended upon us. See, we forgot to even do a, a bracket. A bracket. We yeah. should have. I thought about it after the fact that when it started, I was like, shit, we didn't even do a bracket. We yeah, a no. A pick, but not a bracket. Yeah, everyone would have been sitting here totally screwed after teams like New Mexico State and teams like Kentucky go down early in the yeah. in the first or second round, and so because uh, Kentucky was one of the like better teams this year, I guess. Yes, always. Wow, man, that's shit. Like yeah. that was what was funny about UNC gets uh, gets the upset over Baylor, and it's like UNC is like historically one of the- it doesn't look like an upset, but this yeah. year is definitely an upset. So it's interesting. Like right now, uh, yeah, Duke and Michigan State just kicking off right now. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. They're kicking off right now in their matchup. Duke and Michigan State. So, like, I remember whenever is Steve Suchetsky still at Duke? This is his last. What about the guy last, from Izzo from Michigan? He's still State? there because they like they had some good games in like the Final Four and Elite Eight. Whenever, yeah, you know. no, no, no. So they're kicking off right now in the round of thirty-two. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's that, not quite, uh, this week will get us to the Sweet 16, basically, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's punching their tickets. Uh, Houston punched their ticket as well as Villanova. Uh, dude, shirtless Kelvin Sampson, dude, looking good at whatever dude, looking like Samson for real. Yeah. <laughs> like they cut your hair, but you're still strong. Oh, what the Eddie Swolzevelt over here. <laughs> fucking just rip, rip city. Ripped. Dude, speaking of Rip City, man. Uh, you, when I got here, Rip City by Greg just ripping them. Oh, man. dude, <laughs> I have some mean toots. But, man, okay. shout out to, uh, yeah, shout out to everybody that, uh, the service industry folk that killed it this weekend for all the uh, the patties peeps and uh, everybody celebrating on the holiday. I had a, uh, had a rough week myself. But uh, let me tell you who did not have a rough week. Who's that? <laughs> uh, all the agents who had players signed to mega deals. Like, oh, oh my, yeah. can you imagine? You get 10%. Think about uh, Watson's a- agent, because he's been working double time for a year going, he didn't fuck all of them. It wasn't rape or whatever. Yeah, yeah no, and this dude's played it. <sighs> yeah, they were talking about that on a podcast. And uh, shout out to the Around the NFL podcast that I listened to. Oh, and there's a... Uh, another RIP. Uh, what's his name? Past. Remember the old guy with the glasses? Oh, John Clayton. Yeah. Uh, and a, and a NFL reporter insider. A voice of a... Na- of a I mean, he was my NFL voice like for a lot of like updates. When all the new... Before yeah. uh, Schefter and Rappaport, yeah. it was that guy. Yeah, when there was no social media, it was that guy popping up on ESPN. Dude... Honestly, like, oh, his commercial, the one that he had for ESPN, where it's like, Mom, I finished my assignment. And he rips off, like, the fake tie thing, and he has, like, a Slayer Uh t-shirt. And then he goes and starts, like, eating noodles in his bed, like, jamming. And they've, like, put a ponytail on the back (laughs) of his hair. It's fantastic. It's like... He was cool. I like that guy. Nah, man. Uh, So crazy. Like, uh, yeah, passed away at 67. Shout out John Clayton for... uh, just being a, a little part of our lives, and uh, man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting year for sure. And uh, I definitely enjoyed everything about this tournament so far. It's been cray cray, and just things that. What does it say? Like maybe one percent of people still have a perfect yeah. bracket. Yeah, out there's of like thir- thirty million that were there's done. There's thirty year. million brackets, and <sighs> there's three percent of them oh, that three. still have a chance. Golly! But like, it's like by the end of this round, they project only one. Man, and if you bet big on it, whew. yeah, I don't even know like how you bet on a whole bracket. I don't know how it works. I just know when we used to do brackets at work, you like, you know, oh yeah, everybody pulled the, their money, and whoever gets the most wins, yeah, usually. they got it. That was what it was. Yeah, no, abs- or if you, it's I don't know, it's like more if you got consecutive all the way and you guessed the winner, and then it went by like points if you could guess the championship game. I think something like that. Yeah, man, we had like such an impressive showing. Totally. At that UFC, what was that? UFC Fight Night. Uh, I think it was like two, uh, yeah, 204, I think it was, 203. Yeah. Man, freaking the crowd. First of all, shout out to London showing out. I think it's one of their, other than like... Uh, soccer. Soccer and uh, uh, over there, which is most, you know, obviously, which is outdoor. Yeah. They really haven't had a lot of indoor stuff like this, but man, it was a... Uh, they blew the roof off of them, as they say. It was really fucking fun just to be sitting down, first of all, during the day, which yeah. I love. I fucking love that shit, just being able to wake up and there be fights on. Yeah, I'm about that life. The Aspinall fight was over before I even got on stage at like 8 o'clock, so... 
Oh yeah, the main card started at like three three yeah. three p.m. here. It was over by like six. That's cool. I mean, I know some people might not like it because they can't watch it or whatever, but it was a cool card. No, and uh, Uncle Dana. Nine. Nine bonuses. He made it rain, my friends. And uh, Well, because I think everybody that got one was a person from the UK, and they all had great performances. They, well, they all, everybody finished, yeah. and most people that finished got got some fucking money. And it was all like, well, except for Molly McCann with her spinning back elbow. That was in the third round, which was a pretty close fight until that happened. I was like, holy shit balls. Dude. Meatball. Best nickname there is. Molly the Meatball McCann. Dude, like, I, yeah, I don't even know how to feel about it. It's so funny, like, how the fuck. Such a good card, top to bottom. Uh, you know, the Bear Jew, Paul Gregg. Getting another Craig, s- Paul Craig, yeah, Paul Craig. I say Greg, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I'm very much talking about me now. No, it's, it's Paul a, Greg. I'm all Greg, uh, Paul. I'm all Greg. Bear Jew. No, uh, triangle choke, which was yeah. We had a lot of submissions. <laughs> we had a lot of submissions on this card. I mean, Patty the Batty got a submission. The main event, Aspinall, he submits uh, Volkov in the first round. Opening fight was a guillotine. Yeah, I mean, there was... A, oh, well, of course, Gutter Nelson won. Oh, no, that was unanimous. Knockout, knockout, submission. Yeah, Mirkani, of course, he gets one in, like, 57 seconds. That fucking animal. He got the Mike, the Brundy Grundy, or whatever his nickname Man, is. Man, that dude... Every time he'll, he was on a little bit of a losing streak there for a minute, but like when he gets wins, it's like he's like an alligator. He just rolls people up real quick. He's very, uh, very smooth with it. There's not a lot of, but I mean, if we're going to talk about this card, uh, I, you have to talk about, first of all, we talked about the card, but Dana White was so hyped after this thing where he was like, uh, I know it's not in the plans for us to come back, but we're fucking coming back. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm flying back, and we're getting it fucking fixed. Well, one of his quotes is like, I'm covered in fucking beer. That was the best fucking card of the year. The energy. That would be cool. He could barely fucking talk at the postgame. He was so hoarse from just yelling and having a fucking great... Man, I uh, could not get over the energy really from top to bottom. And I think what really helped, first of all, was just the amount of uh, finishes we had. Mm Mm-hmm. But the level of, uh, whether it be striking, MMA, the Jets, it seems like uh, London, they were, uh, I will say this for London, I will always approve them while they do have the soccer singing, which I don't mind at all. I'm sure some people find it annoying. No Ric Flair's. Not one. Not one woo in the house. All it was was them like singing, sweet Caroline. They were, yeah. And uh, absolutely. Oh, and speaking of UFC London, did you see where someone posted like, "What's your favorite memory of a UFC London event?" And Darren Till, man himself, puts on there. Darren Till getting knocked out in front of his home fans because <laughs> he's like uh, when he fought Masvidal. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I forgot about that. No, like honestly, like Darren Till. Oh, so real quick, Darren Till and Smash, Smash. One of uh, put a shout out to uh, Conor McGregor to get the three ninjas together. Which... They want to form some sort of mega person. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I think what they're trying to do is just load up their social media accounts and start just trolling people to death so they can get all the fights they want. Jeez, dude, that's like... the Well, the fact that Till's getting to work out with that guy, he's going to have to get some wrestling, uh, better wrestling from it. So I want to see who Till gets to fight next. And, of course, we know Mr. Smash is fighting on the next uh, 
pay-per-view against Burns. And if he walks through Burns, Jesus Louises. Man, I would love to see him be challenged by Burns. However, comma, what if he just walks through Burns? Well, then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. What is what is this guy's, like, you know, what's the ceiling? And the other thing is, if he doesn't, if he submits Burns, which Burns is a black belt in jiu-jitsu, badass motherfucker. So if he just ends him that quick on the ground, that would be crazy. But if he just sparks him standing, like, ah, I, I did a submission last time. Now I kill you with the, you know. like I feel fuck? like he's just going to try to. He's going to do something to make Gilbert Burns try to look like a small child like he did fucking Song Yudong. The guy Yudong. that was as big as Song Yudong, yeah. That's a... Oh, you're talking about... Oh, the... Yeah, the last dude he picked up and brought to the other side of the freaking thing was... Uh, was that Song Yudong? Or no, who was super that? racist. Jesus, dude. Oh, No, I'm man. just kidding. Let me look it up. I know who you're talking about. It was an Asian man, but I believe he was Chinese. It's like, why yet? So is Song Yudong. Oh, Song Yudong is also Chinese. I'm yeah. sorry. See? There you go. I don't know shit. I'm racist as hell. Oh, it was uh, Ling Jing Lang. That's who he did that to. That's Ling Jing Ling. No, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He trims his alpha male too. Yeah. Well, he yeah he did just carry him over to <sighs> right Dana White. Dana like you put me on. I'm here to kill everybody. Like oh my gosh. So yeah, that one. The next pay per view is going to be really good. That's for sure. There's a lot of great fights on that. And there's even been some announcements. We got the Rose Nama Nunez is going to defend her belt against Asparza. Rematch of when the belt was even made, I believe. They were on tough together, and then they fought a Sparza one, and then who'd she have to fight? Joanna, you and Jake Jack. And she got destroyed. <laughs> Dude. But real quick, so so up and budding star, the man. Oh. It's time! The crowd, even though it wasn't the main event, never got louder than when Patty Pimlet Entered the building. Patty the Batty. Um, you know, uh, got cracked a few times because he, you know. He's a scouser. He, he leaves himself open to that. And the, it's like I what mean, wakes him up. Because remember the first fight we saw him in against uh, Vindera Romani, I believe. He like. He got cracked a lot, and then he ends up finishing. It's like guy. a Diaz. Like he did, yeah. It's not a fight until he gets hit in the face a few times. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But what this was, is why I lost all that weight right here. What was crazy about Patty was like the whole time he got taken to the ground and the whole time he was sitting there and you could just see his level on the ground where he's putting these butterflies in and yeah. trying to move around and the awareness. And he's you just seem to be playing chess when Mr. Vargas was playing checkers. When they get to the ground... And, uh, yeah, Patty Pimlet pulls a, a beautiful uh, sprawl, gets around him, puts him in a rear naked in the that's first round. she wrote, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's comparing him to, like, Connor as far as maybe being the next thing. The difference is this dude wins by submission quite a bit. He's not just uh, hit you with the left hand and it's over. He's going to figure out ways to beat you on the ground. And uh, that's what, like, his bottom game looks like. Connor never looked like that on the bottom. No, he, never. He's, He's just, just waiting for the round to be over. Yeah. And, I mean, Patty Pimlet, Sean O'Malley, these are guys that I think they've uh, slightly learned their lesson with people like McGregor. Yeah. People like uh, Shevchenko early on. Mm-hmm. You know, a few fighters, you just you feed them to wolves too early. Well, what's his Paige name? Paige Van Zandt, Sage Northcutt. Yeah, that's, they're like, they learned a lot from Sage because he could have been a really big star, but they gave him like... 
animals like pretty early right away. On. Yeah, because they wanted to like prove that he was worthy. It's like because everybody was like, "Why is this fucking thirty eighth break fighter this division? All these fucking Toyota car like the Toyo commercials like yeah. what is like." Like yeah, he, he looks nice. That's why he looks good on the poster. Yeah, like same thing with Paige Vizet. Where are they at? Like if only fans. Well, the the problem is also then Northcutt goes over to that the what is one it? FC and they give him just like animals like that guy that knocked him out like so brutally was like why is he fighting that guy broke his orbital in like ten yeah. different spots he's like fifty four and one in Muay Thai or something and then he's now fighting it was like oh my gosh what are y'all trying to do to this kid. It's, that poor Mormon boy got destroyed. Yeah, he's from Houston. I, uh, his whole family, they're like, uh, he's really, I think they were hoping he was going to be Steven Wonderboy 2.0. Yeah, I think so. Because his whole family has like a Taekwondo gym and they had how it's kind of the same. Uh, proof in the pudding that Wonderboy's dad is actually a legit sensei. I don't know about Northcutt's dad. Bow to your sensei. No, uh, <laughs> dude, uh, strike first and strike hard. Oh, man. But Patty the Batty gets a win. But honestly, the one that I thought would be a lot more competitive was uh, the old hangman Dan Hooker versus Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen uh, pieced him up bad. Man, he put a jab in his face a few times, and then he just started throwing hooks. Fucking Arnold Allen was throwing so much weight behind a punch, and he missed it that he went to a knee. Wow. And like... And fucking Hooker still couldn't capitalize. Like, he... Jeez. He flew halfway around the world for an ass-beating. And honestly, I, I love like, Dan yeah. Hooker, but... Golly. Take some time off, my man. Yeah, because he's, like... He's had one of the, like... Man, his last nine fights... Like, let's see it. Uh, Jim Miller, Gilbert Burns, Edson Barbosa, James Vick, Ally Quinta, Paul Felder, Poirier, Chandler... Uh, he beat Nasser Hazar. I can't say his name, but he lost to Islam and then Arnold Allen. Like, jeez, man, he's not going up against scrubs. I mean, he's knocked out fucking Yair, or no, he's lost to Yair. He knocked out fucking Gilbert Burns. Like, I that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel I know Burns was fighting at a, probably the wrong weight at the time, but still, that's I a, feel like Dan needs to just take a smidge time off and just because he's taken a lot of fights. Yeah, he's fought a lot lately, just all the time. Uh, and let's see here. He fought three times in 21, twice in 20, twice in 19, three times in 18, twice in 17. So, you know, and he's already fought once in 22. I think, man, maybe take a little time and just fight at the end of this year. Yeah. Try to get on maybe a, a, a November, December card. Uh, you know, just... I don't know. I, I want to see because I want to see Allen fight again because honestly, he's pretty dangerous. Like. He's dangerous and he's just got this power about him. And he's got like, it's like, no one believes in me more than me. But it's just when you're 18 and one. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. He's 18 and one. And most of it, like his loss was a long time ago. Like it was to Marcin Rosek and that was in 2014. So he's. He's on a hell of a tear, so I you know, he hasn't overexerted himself. It seems like he's been very calculating in who he fights. Mm-hmm. Kind of versus like the opposite where Hooker's like, I'm fucking I'm gang mate, I'll fight whoever. I mean, which is yeah, it's a great way to get fans. It's also an easy way to take L sometimes when you're not thinking about what kind of fights you're taking, unfortunately. It fucking sucks. 
Totally. I hate it for him, but yeah, no, literally didn't get knocked down or anything, but he had him pressed against the cage and was just putting in work on him, and he just didn't want any more. Yeah. But I, I'm hoping he takes a little bit of time to uh, uh, to take some time and hopefully heal up a little bit. I, uh, I'm i pretty excited for uh, the future of it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. All right, it's only lightly uh, news because I really wanted this guy as a right tackle. So uh, the Cowboys let go of Lyle Collins, their right tackle, mm-hmm. and uh, was just signed by the Bengals. Oh, okay. So, like, the Bengals' offensive line will slowly First big get, move. Hell yeah. Getting, you uh, getting yourself a right tackle. You have a left tackle in Jonah Williams, and you've yeah. got a decently young center. So, like... Yeah, I like the Bengals doing a big move right here. Uh, yeah, really excited. I mean, as much as I am a Titans fan, I like this Burrow guy. Yeah, Joey B, man. He's Joey B, good. I like the swag. He reminds me a little bit of like a like half Favre, half like a... Joe Namath. Because those yeah, outfits he wears. Yeah, just like, the outfit, okay. but I'm trying to think... Like he's like got Dwayne Wade outfits, but he's got like like that Favre swag where yeah. it's just like I just throw the ball hard, man. It's just what I do, man. I just I, I, I just take pictures of my dick and send it to massage therapy. Oh man, man, maybe <laughs> maybe Deshaun Watson, maybe that he should call that guy and ask yeah. for some advice. Hey Brett, what do I do if I like? Hey man, just deny it. Yeah. Say that dick is small and yeah. yours is big. He's like turn down for what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> soon. Uh, Say that's a black dick. I'm a white guy. I don't know what this is. Yeah, uh, but but. But so weird thing after this UFC event, and when we'll get to the main event, uh, there's a little audio clip where Dana White is saying congratulations to Leon Edwards. Hey. So the conclusion is, is that Leon Edwards is uh, getting the next shot, next shot at Mr. Usman, which like when we looked at the top five, it's it, not like it doesn't make sense. You know, it makes no, sense. it makes sense because number one, Leon Andrews has fought everybody. I think he should have had to fight Bilal Muhammad again. Yeah. Seeing as how the eye poke thing, but Leon wouldn't do it because he knows he might get beat this time. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They didn't even fight that long to where it felt like he yeah. would be scared to do it, but he won't do it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Leon Edwards, Usman may be in the works. Uh, really excited about that. And, uh, man, I the fucking crowd, Dana White making it rain money on nine fighters. And one of them was Tom Aspinall, our winner of the main <sighs> event, who he looked fucking scary. Yeah. At heavyweight. Goes up. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Volkov is beating a former champion. Yeah. Uh, he's such a long, awkward guy. Yeah. And his but is his strength is also like kind of his weakness cuz mm-hmm. his limbs are so long the wind up he it, it shows a little bit. Yeah. But Aspinall put it on. Man, put all, it on him in in all in all respects if we're being honest, all ask ask Aspinall effects. Yeah, no, like he <laughs> he really just I mean, he pieced him up, elbowed him, got him to the ground, you know, he gets back up, takes him down, and then just literally hyperextends his elbow. I've just never, like... A it, straight arm lock is what they called it. Oh, okay, yeah. It was... Hey, he's real scary, and he called out our favorite fighter, Tui. So maybe we'll get to see two of the biggest drinkers of the beer fight each other. Yeah, and that would be a... It would be funny if they found, like, because it's, you know, Aussie versus, like, England. It'd be funny if they were, like... 
we're gonna do it at Madison Square, like the halfway point. We're gonna or we're gonna do it yeah. in Florida or something where it's like yeah. we're gonna do it halfway. That'd be cool. Nobody has the flight advantage. You know, like, because those are fucking crazy flights if you look at it, anyone going to any one spot. Yeah, think about flying from Australia all the way up to uh, London for, like, if you had to fight him in the next UFC London, which I'm sure Tui would do it. He don't care. So the crazy thing was that Patty actually called for, and his thing was like, let's go do the soccer stadium at Liverpool, which seats an exuberant. So you have people sitting on the floor and. Yeah. This place feels a little small to me, mate. I yeah. think we could sell it. Like, he could in Liverpool. Shit. Well, you know, I know UFC is big there, mm-hmm. but I'm like, damn, a stadium is a... But what I think you... If you put a pay-per-view... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you put Conor McGregor versus... Nate Diaz. Uh, <laughs> I think they'd want to put that in Cali or Vegas. True, true. Or like New York. Because okay. you're going to want to. Uh, Connor's talking about his comeback fight's going to be Usman. Do Connor what Usman the... in London? It's going to be Leon. Yeah, but maybe it's. It's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. Oh, no, I be. know it's not. It's just people think that when he talks, Connor, he's going to make it happen. He's trying to manifest weird shit. I want to be not champ, even champ, good. Champ. F- but they're not even good fights for him. No. Usman would. Usman said it. You guys want to see a dead body in the ring? Because that's literally what would happen. What would. Okay. And, I, and with all due respect, what would Usman do to Poirier? Exactly. It wouldn't be fun. And what would Poirier, and what has Poirier done to you so far? Do the fucking math. And sometimes UFC math is dumb. But that math. But in this situation, I feel like the math checks out. Yeah. I feel like Matt Damon from Goodwill Hunting is behind me doing my UFC math equation. Is like, checks out. And he's like, I got to go clean the bathrooms. I'll be back. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, uh. It's I'm not good think, math. Don't do it, Connor. I'm trying to think, uh. Who else, like uh, England, I'm trying to think, England, someone from that area you could get him to fight? Darren Till. Connor. No, but Connor's oh, no. not going to fight Till. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm saying, who do you get Connor? You get Connor to fight somebody. Patty, the Jose Patty. Aldo rematch. Oh, shit. I, but Aldo's fighting at 135 now. But you tell me he wouldn't show up at 155 for a fucking paycheck? I'm sure, but I don't. At, or at 45? Yeah. Or they do catch weight at 150? That would be cool, but I just, I don't know. We're, I want, okay, we do a real fight I want to see that'll never happen. Diaz versus Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you both have one fight left on your contract. Diaz versus Diaz. <laughs> Who wins? Yeah, no, it's just like. And they just like, they do the whole fight. Stockton motherfucker no, just slapping each other. Well, literally, it's like they wouldn't shit talk each other because they love each other so yeah. much. It'd be the most respectful. I think they would literally just get on their knees and do like a no-gi Jets fight. Oh, be yeah. like, they it would, would be, sit there and talk shit to each other. It would be like Nick slapping him while he's got his hands pinned back. Oh, I'd like, be so happy. Remember this from when you were a kid? I the, still own The you. MMA teabag. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, man, I am so hyped over these fights. Dana White losing his voice, hyped up. Oh, man, you don't see that a lot. You honestly, Dana White, when he comes out of like the apex or... You know, out of T-Mobile, he's like, all right, these are the numbers. This is a good fight. Pretty excited about it. You guys know I don't make matches. And yeah. right after the fight, shut the fuck up. But he was like, ah. yeah. yeah, he sounded like fucking Doc Rivers. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, that was a hell of a car. 
Dude. Sounded like Steve Austin now, like a little late in his career after one beer, what, one, all that. The man gave out uh, almost half a million bonuses. That was cool, man. I like nine times fifty. Yeah, fifty. I just did the little math right here. I was like, God damn, the man gave out nine times five is four. The man gave out almost half a million fucking bonuses. That's pretty legit, right there. I feel like Dad did a parlay and he won, and he's like, fuck it, like yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's the one guy who's uh, his bracket, bracket was right. Yeah. yeah, he put all his money on like St. Mary's to fucking beat Kentucky, and he's like, yeah. doesn't matter what happens, I'm already up. <laughs> that would be funny, dude. My favorite thing is still like that that dude's banned from casinos because he wins so much. They well, and my favorite thing is that that they had to do the cost benefit analysis of like we have Uf- UFC events here that bring us so much money. But this guy has come in for four and a half months and is left with at least a million of our dollars every night, every night. And so they literally did the math and they're like, all right, we are actually losing money on this deal now because we're all the drink suites, hotels we're giving him, hoping like he'll lose big. It's not happening. He's really good at blackjack. (sighs) Dude, the fact that they gave him a UFC style belt that says blackjack champion. Mm -hmm. It's fucking amazing. He's awesome. Dude, but shout out to everybody that fought. Shout out to like Darren Till. For uh, showing up and kind of like getting some guys some hype. Mm -hmm. But eyes are all kind of forward. We have a few more fight nights, but all eyes are looking at UFC 273 in Jacksonville, Florida. Woohoo! There you go. So that's going to be an awesome card. Like they stacked another one for us. So Tisha Torres, Mackenzie Dern, Gilbert Burns versus Smash Shimaev. Shmash. And then you have Aljamain Sterling and Peter Yan rematch oh. for the belt. Oh my gosh, this one's got me pretty happy just because we found. May, hopefully, it actually goes the whole fight. Yan was doing damage in that fight, well, but the knee that he did uh, fucked him. So. Aljamain won the first round, and then Yan all the way second, third, and fourth mm-hmm. until the knee was was winning that fight. And I'm an Aljamain yeah. Sterling, me too fan, but he was losing that fight. But you. Do stupid shit like knee somebody full fledged in the fucking face. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens. But Peter Peter Yon is uh, very scary. However, uh, because I pay attention, uh, Aljamain Sterling. The reason why this is taking so long the neck surgery has neck surgery uh, from an injury that he's like I've had this forever. I've been wrestling my whole life. It's like a slip disc I've had forever. He was like before this fight had gotten so bad. I was like my hands were going numb. Oh shit. And he's like, but I'm still doing it. He was like, but now, like, I am so much more stronger than I've ever been before because I have all my muscle, everything's... Yeah, no more pinch shit. Everything's back. Everything's full. So, you know, you'd like to think it's all not coach speak and it's all not, you know, drinking your own Kool-Aid, but I do believe in fighting and sports and even stand-up game where you kind of have to, like, drink your Kool-Aid sometimes a little bit and give yourself a little bit of... Self-confidence. Totally. I'm excited for that fight. And then the headline fight, uh, Volkanovski versus... Should we be honest? I think the fight should be switched. Because yeah. I don't think Zombie Volkanovski has... No, it should be the other guys as the headline fight, but whatever. I, I Okay, don't get me wrong. Volkanovski, I do believe, will probably... But, like, Zombie... Uh, I think he gets finished in within three. Because old dude hits too hard. And Zombie gets hit. I think he's going to get taken out. Because the last time, I mean, Brian Ige is no, like, no fucking slouch slouch at all. And he fucking beat the hell out of him for five rounds. Yeah. But also, like, fucking Ortega fucked this dude up. Yeah, bad. Bad. 
And Volkanovski versus Ortega. Same thing almost, but Ortega was still throwing up fucking that fifth round. He was still there. So so that's a, so it's like if they're at the same level, then how do I not expect Zombie to just not come in here and get? But Zombie's one of those dudes where he does pack this fucking punch. Yeah, he doesn't throw a lot, but when he does, it's like on a line. Mm-hmm. But I do. Uh, I hate it already that I kind of like. I already know where I think a lot of these fights where I think I'm leaning. Uh, we'll talk about him more, but which kind of low uh, low on the fight card fight does uh, has kind of got you buzzing? Maybe not, you know, top three or four fights. Is there anything that's uh, piquing your interest? Well, you got Mickey Gall fighting Mike Mallet, and then Rosenstreak's going to fight uh, Marcin Tiberura. That one, those two are like, you know, I like Rosenstreak, and he's been, you know, he's had to fight some pretty dangerous dudes in his last few fights. You know, he lost to Blades, kind of fucked him up, but. Then he lost to Cyril Gaon and Francis Ngannou, so he's but had to fight some animals. Yeah, yeah, no. When you're when you're fighting people like that, it's like, yeah, you're probably going to take an L or two. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited, actually. Uh, uh, Kay Hansen, uh, she's actually coming up. She's coming off like two straight losses, but she's uh, she's 22 years old, youngster, yeah, very young. But she's going up another an undefeated Venezuelan fighter. Yeah, I saw that. Pira Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh, La shit. Fiera. Is that the fire? I believe so. Okay. Oh, no, or the fury. Maybe the, the fury? fury. Okay. But yeah. I think it's probably fire. Yeah, we should definitely get, Google that eventually. Uh, Venezuela, they speak more of the Spain-Spanish. So okay. Be. Yeah, it could be either or. Yeah. Yeah. No, she looks mean as shit. So, yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, Man, top to bottom, but also we have a, we do have a fight night before that. Let's take a look at that, because honestly, for a fight night, this one's going to take place in uh, Columbus, Ohio. So real quick, I like that fight nights are going to start getting back out on the road. Yeah, Hopefully that means is, we'll get some closer to home. This is the Curtis Blade one, right, where he's Correct. fighting uh, Chris Daukus. Daukus, yeah. Dude, and Daukus's picture, he needs a new picture. Yeah, yeah, he looks a lot I, different. I don't know, like... What type of angle this is, but he looks like if they did a white nutty professor, like <laughs> he would be yes. one of the guys. It's not a very flattering photo, this dude, but they've, uh, all right. So they've updated the card on uh, MMA junkie to where they actually have the man, Neil Magny and Max Griffin being on the prelim card. A little weird for me. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I, I looking he- at. Even Jennifer Maya on there is kind of weird. But then you got David Onama versus opponent to be announced. So. <laughs> yeah, well, interested. He's 9-1, so okay. Yeah, you got Latifi, who's gone up to heavyweight, getting to fight Olenek, who was supposed to fight Hardy initially. Yeah. That falls through, but oh, Matt the eternal Turtle. Matt Brown. Oh, my gosh. The, the immortal. Yeah. Sorry. The immortal Matt Brown. And he just came off a freaking win against Diego Lima. Yeah. But I remember him in freaking Condit's fight. Like, Condit took it to him, and Matt Brown, like, no excuses. Yeah, that was, like, that's crazy. He's still doing it. He's, like, I'll be rooting for him on that one for Dude, sure. It's so cool to see some of these fighters, like. Ooh, Alexa Grasso's taking on, uh, uh-oh. She's yeah, taking Miss, on Calderwood. Wood, sorry. Miss Wood. 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 What's crazy is that she married... Uh, her coach, whose last name was Wood, but her name was already Calderwood, so yeah. she just literally lost a part of her name. Yeah. It's kind of awesome. It's like, this is super easy to change on everything. Yeah, no, and uh, honestly, uh, she's coming off a tough split decision from Lauren Murphy, and then she lost a, uh, 
Uh, just one of those fights. In the, it's one of those things about MMA where it's like you make one bad turn of the back and somebody can get your back and choke mm-hmm. you out. She made one of those, uh, you know, bad decisions and got an L last time. So her and Alexa Grasso, that's a fucking hell of a matchup. Women's MMA has definitely taken like leaps and bounds since uh, Rousey got it into the UFC for and, sure. And just, like, the depth of it all has gotten so... Uh, yeah, most it, of the divisions, except for maybe, like, 45 and 35, have a ton of fighters to worry about. Absolutely. And, uh, man, it's going to get interesting from here. You know, I Rosa Spars is that fight that they just announced that I'm just like, man, like... That's a fun one. That's a fun one, but I uh, at the same time, I'm sitting around thinking, like, Rose has just got to be overjoyed that she's going to be able to get this one back. Totally. And, uh, man, I'm happy for her. And I know her and Gaethje like fighting on the same card because of the coach. Yeah. Coach likes doing it all at once. Which is a good idea. I like it. Which is crazy. I'm wondering. I was waiting for a Dillashaw announcement or something. Like, yeah. isn't he in that camp now? Is Dillashaw earlier? Is that different? I don't know. I thought maybe Dillashaw was over there. Because I thought I he was still training with Wayne Bank. Wayne, Wayne Bank or whatever. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't remember his name. Dude. And uh, right before we start getting out of here, uh, I, uh, I'm i really excited to see uh, what happens with all this stuff. Did you see that, and I hate mentioning the name, that Jake Paul and Dana White did a podcast together? Not Jake Paul, it's Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Yeah, because he likes Logan, because Logan don't talk shit. Well, know? and Logan Paul's like the actual, if you were going to say one of them was like legit could box... Like, he's a wrestler. He's a, like... Oh, he could actually do MMA, yeah, probably. Yeah, out of the two, because he's, like, an actual, like, Division One wrestler. He's a really good wrestler. Really good wrestler, yeah. and, like... Well, just watch him roll with Costa's big ass, and he didn't, like, get destroyed. So. No, and so he sat there, and they were on the pod, and he was just like, uh... Yeah, come on, like, you saying you wouldn't give me a chance? And Dan was like, I'm not saying no. Yeah. Like, yeah. just literally looked Maybe. at him, just like, hey... Look, I'm not saying no, all right? Like, that's that's where I'm at with it, where it's just like, look, I'm tired of talking. Like, your brother's always talking shit, but, like, your brother coming here and get fucking murdered. Yeah. But, like, I'm not, he's not doing that. He's not doing, like, that freak show fight. That's not what he's trying to yeah. do. That's not what his promotion is. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, like, he came yeah. dangerously close to that one time. He did. One time with Mr. CM Punk. Whenever. No. Oh, Lesnar Hunt. Oh, when yeah. he let Lesnar take fucking steroids. Yeah, I forgot about cause that. Because everybody one. wanted to see Brock Lesnar, and everybody's like... Oh, man. And he was like, it all needs... And fucking Mark Hunt's going to get their money, too. Totally, dude. But it's crazy. Like, that was the one time that Dana White fucked up. Yeah, he let... Where he, he fucking clouded his judgment and was like... With the paper. Ah, nobody's going to find out. Nobody's going to like, nobody's going to do anything about it. What could they do? And then they fucking Mark Hunt took him to court. But yeah, man. So uh, real quick after Aspinall uh, call, wins, calls out Tui Tuivasa. Yes. And that is a fight we at Talking Bluntly want to see. And I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I would be into that one because that the like only thing is I'd be worried about Tui. Because this guy's pretty good at submissions, but then again, Tui's hard to talk, take out. So I, w- I would like to see it. We're gonna have a. I, I have a feeling we're gonna have a lot of really cool fight announcements coming out after this meeting because you could tell Dana was on this hype train where he's gonna fly back into the fight meeting in on Tuesday with a lot of energy coming off this London trip. Oh yeah. So I feel like 
dad might sit around, fucking Uncle Dana might sit around and make some really cool fights because he's feeling the vibe and just so. try to get some things out there. So Uriah Hall's already booked, even though Darren Till called his name. So uh, that was a weird call out during the weekend because he's already got a fight booked. But we'll see what it is. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's Till's game calling somebody out that he's going to have nine months to prepare for. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking knows? Guys, we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, man, can't thank you guys. We're going to be on iTunes, so check us out on iTunes from now on. Uh, can't thank you guys enough for listening. Uh, Justin, you got anything coming up? No, I got no shows, but remember when we're back on all these platforms to rate and review us, guys. Give us five stars and tell your friends about us. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys telling your friends. And as always, keep on chiefing. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Talking Bluntly podcast. Make sure you rate us five stars on wherever you listen to your podcast. Again, we appreciate you guys listening. And as always, keep on chiefing.